Hello world, welcome back to the Unchristian Network. This is Intimate Moments with, uh, on this program, we bring you leaders and personalities and thought leaders in our society that are making a huge impact and difference and we get to learn more about them, their lives and their work. Uh, before we get into our conversation today, please like the video, share it, please subscribe to the channel. And uh, if you're on the audio platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and the rest, please leave us a review there and uh, also do subscribe and follow on those platforms. It helps us to grow. We are on the road to 10,000 subscribers on the channel, so please help us to get there. And we're going to give you details very soon. We're going to have a live event and we'd like to see each and every one of you there as well. Today, I am so hugely honored. We have one of uh, the leading female voices in ministry that I'm sitting with here and uh, a powerful preacher, a pastor, and we're going to learn so much more about her and what she does. Ladies and gentlemen, Reverend Tobile Magaman is in the house. Welcome, ma'am. Uh, thank you. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Thank you for making the time and being here. It is my pleasure. Yes. I'm delighted to be here. <laughs> the first question I ask everyone who comes on this particular show and not in a form of a greeting is how are you you have to be good no matter what <laughs> against all the odds <laughs> not so, really um, it's okay not to be good right is it okay not to be good <laughs> yes no i'm good yeah actually. yeah that's great that's great um we see a lot of the work that you're doing in ministry uh, through social media through the internet and and, and all of that uh, I can say you're a generally busy woman. <laughs> busy woman. <laughs> What's your balance routine? How do you get that right? Because <laughs> you are also a family woman. It's not easy. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, there was a time in my life. Um, yeah. I finished university in 1997. Okay. And I only got a job in 1999 okay um in september she. so there was a time in my life when i had absolutely nothing to do wow yeah, yeah a long and time. <laughs> i know that uh you know there's nothing that is as painful as waking up and yeah. not having anything to yes, do yes, yes, so uh having tasted uh both sides yes, you know um yes. of life uh, I'd rather be busy, busy. than on the other spectrum. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I'd yeah. rather be busy. Yes. You know, yes. it's it's the saddest thing, and that is why, um, with the talent that God has given me, yeah. uh, one of the things that I did, um, I founded, I found an organization called the Stone of Hope. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's a skills development center mm. and mm. a and an employment clinic oh, that's lovely. where okay. we upskill people sure. and then we, we we place them. Right. But that was not your question. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's very yeah, interesting. That was not your question. The question was how do I, I balance, balance yeah. things? <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's 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 not easy. Yeah. It's it's not easy. I yeah. I tell you, um, you just have to be with people that are understanding. Sure, sure. And my family is yeah, bless, that bless understanding. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's it's not <laughs> easy because the more work you do for yeah. the Lord, mm. the more work there is. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I always say to um, our people that now i know what jesus meant when he said that the harvest 
is so large it's yes, huge but yes. the laborers are few, few. because yeah. I, I don't care if eight billion of us you know mm. we we mm. can go into the harvest mm. Mm. i'm sure there would still be more, more work more. the yes. more work you do for yes. the lord and that's what the scripture says sure, that sure. he reward he rewards you with more work yes, yes. you know so it's it's not the easiest thing to you. do yeah um yeah, um, yeah. You, you have to be pe- with people that are really understanding yeah, yeah. we'll go back a bit into how it all started just your family life back then and your education but um as you've touched on ministry work already and how hectic it can get what fuels your love for ministry because ministry can be draining can be tiring there's traveling people issues and all of this and yeah. we know all the challenges <laughs> that come with that <laughs> but we still manage to go forward. We still, we are still in it. But for you, where does that love come from it's, to continue? It's a, it's a, it's a calling. Yeah. It's a calling. Yeah. Um, you have to love God to love ministry. Mm. You know, yeah. and more than any other message that I preach yes. is for people to love God. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, so when you love someone you love what they love you know so um jesus is is the head of the church and god loved the church so much Mm. that um jesus had to die for the church you know so the church is so close to god's heart um and that is why even during the pandemic when the government closed down the churches (laughs) i was very vocal about it yes yeah because um god loves his church so much we are the church it's not the four walls Mm, mm, you know we are the church Mm, that called mm, out people so god loves these people so much such that he gave his only begotten son so if we love god we have to love what god loves and we have to detest what he detests you know so um yeah that that's where it all stems Mm, from that i love god with Mm. all my heart Mm. my mind and my soul Yes. You know, I know one day uh, when I have exited this earth, yes. one thing that I know that's going to be said of me is that she loved God. Oh, that'll be your legacy. Wow. That's, that's beautiful. I, I, you know, no, to an extent that I'm always tempted when I'm invited <laughs> to speak and, yeah. you know, they want to go through my bio. Of course. You know, I'm always <laughs> tempted to say, just stop it <laughs> there's only one thing about yes, me yes. i'm just smitten right, by god you right. know i i just love god with all my Amazing. heart my mind Amazing. and my soul yes. and yeah, yeah. That, when did it all start for you uh, being born and raised where exactly okay um <laughs> i was born and raised in in katlehong all right um one of the things that I do in ministry it is soul winning and mm. particularly mm. I, I go to schools and I, oh, I evangelize okay. young yeah. people, sure. you know, um, and the reason why it is because when I was growing up, you know, and at the age of seven, mm. my parents used to disagree a lot and they used to fight a lot and as a child that used to terrify me because Mm. my dad used to drink and he would come back home you know and in particular on the weekends he would come back home 
and you'd begin to accuse my mom mm, of this and that mm, and you would begin to fight my mom sure, sure. so you can imagine a seven-year-old in such a mm. an environment where parents mm, are fighting mm, you know so that used to terrify me so so much sure. you know to an extent that um i used to try to run away from home mm. i would go to my relatives mm. you know i'd go to my aunt's house i'd mm. go to my uncle's house mm. and they used to stay a bit far from our house yeah so because i was so young whenever i go to their houses they would bring me back and i was trying to run away mm. from the situation mm. and they would always bring me back mm. and then eventually you know i figured out that it's not working this running wow. away thing yeah, yeah. um then i remembered that a teacher so when we were growing up at our schools we used to have like assembly every day oh daily every day. Right. yeah it right. used to be daily yeah. with us uh, and um, at the assembly, you know, would pray, a scripture would be read, mm. you know. So I remembered that a teacher used to tell us that my children, as young as you are, I know that you have your own problems yes. that are unique to you. Yes, yes. Um, but there is a solution. Sure. You can pray to God as young as you are sure. and he can solve your problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so when I had nowhere else to run to anymore, mm. uh, I just remembered what the teacher I said. See, see. And we used to have a peach tree. So every Friday mm. evening, like around 7 p.m., you know, when it gets dark, I'll just go under that peach tree. I didn't know how to pray because mm. we were not born again. Mm. You know, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm from a background of ancestral worship in Sangomas, sure. okay. you know, so, but I remember that teacher and I would go under the tree mm. and I would just pray and say, God, please just touch my, my dad's heart. Yeah. That when he comes back, you mustn't fight my mom. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, for about six months I was doing that sure. and nothing was happening. Mm. You know, my sister, when we we talk about mm. this now, you know, she would tell you that her teeth used to literally gnash, like literally. From anxiety, basically. From anxiety yeah. and fear, yeah. you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so six months went by. I was sure. doing the same routine, same routine every yeah. Friday, Saturday, yeah. you know. I would go there and pray and nothing was happening. Yeah. And then after about six months, you know, a miracle happened. Yeah. My dad came back home this wow. one Friday night. He wow. was drunk as usual. Wow. But this time around, he wasn't fighting. You know, he was just happy and wow. he was singing hymns. <laughs> wow. You know, as young as I was, mm. I noticed that. Hmm. That this is unheard yes. of in my family. Yes. This is unprecedented. This is new now. Yeah. The only thing that I could attribute this to it is those prayers that yes. I have been doing under yes, the tree. Yes, yes. Um, and from there, then because of everything that was happening at home, you know, it disturbed me at school. Mm. Uh, I was never diagnosed, okay. but I know that if I would, I would, if I was diagnosed during that time, yes. you know, I, I would have had attention deficit disorder, I ADD, I because I couldn't concentrate. Mm. And I think it's everything that was happening at home that it <laughs> yes. affected me so yes, much, yes. you know. Did it affect your school performance in any it way? It did, ah. largely, hugely. Yes. And that is why I love ministering to young sure. people. I've mm. listened to this. Mm. And 
that thing stopped mm. from that friday onwards wow. there was peace at home wow. i grew up in a peaceful environment wow. in a loving home wow. you know from that time onwards so now because this thing has affected me so negatively mm. at school mm. you know if there were like 30 of us in a class i would always because we didn't have what do they have what grades what 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 um what what marks do they have i know they have like you get like what numbers you get seven great yeah oh, great oh, levels now they the call levels, them levels. Yeah, yeah they call them levels now <laughs> so we used to call them numbers like yeah. if you're 40 you know oh, yes. uh, the highest would be number one, number number one two, in the number class. Three, yes, yes. <laughs> so if we had 40 kids in the class I was always either number 37. Okay. Somewhere there at the end of the list. Yes. 39. Sure. Always. So I, I was actually condoned. Yeah. Into other know, grades. Into other grades yeah. from primary. Wow. But this is what happened because I realized that this prayer thing, it mm. works. Mm. So as young as I was, mm. um, when we wrote exams, I would go to God and pray and say, you helped my parents to have peace. You helped us. You brought peace Mm -hmm. at home. Mm -hmm. I know that you can help me to pass. And miraculously, you know, I would be promoted to the next grade. Condoned. Condoned (laughs) to the next grade. Condoned. I was in in Katlehom. And then when I got to uh, grade 11, now we're used to grades, mm. so I'm going to call it grades, mm. though in my time it was mm. standards. So when I got to grade 11, there mm. was political unrest okay. um, in Gauteng. Yes. Yes. And then my parents uh, moved me to Newcastle to stay with my yes. uncle. My hometown, shout out to Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. why I finished my metrics. So right. when I got to Newcastle, something super miraculous wow. happened. Mm. It was like scales were just taken off Mm. my eyes. Ah. Suddenly, you know, I had understanding of everything. Wow. Even maths and science. You know, when I was doing grade 11, uh, I was the, what? I got the highest marks in all grade 11. You know, out of all the grade 11s, I got the highest. When we were doing grade 12, it was just the two of us mm. that got university entrance. Mm. You know, at, during our time, it was exemptions. Yes, yes. Yeah, it was only two of sure, us, sure. you know. So my life just, my academics, it just changed like 360 sure. degree. Yes. And I, I, I knew I wasn't born again. Mm. The only thing that I knew, it was to pray. Yes. And I knew that it can only be God that has done that yes, for me. Yes. Because throughout my primary, throughout my, my secondary school, mm. you know, I was condoned. Yes. And then suddenly, boom, I'm the top student. Wow. You know? Wow. And then grade 12, there's wow. only two of us who get university sure. entrance. How do you explain sure. that? You know, it's it's miraculous. Yeah. And I, I noted that, oh, okay, this prayer thing works. Yes. Yeah? But another thing, I grew up um, at an Anglican church. Okay. My mom was Anglican. Right, right. So we used to go to Anglican. And you know, with Anglican, uh, there's not much of uh, Bible reading mm, or mm, prayer. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah? But out of what I saw, what prayer did for my yes, parents, yes. during the week, I would go to, to church yes. by myself wow. as a young 
kid, as a yeah, child, yeah. I would go to church to pray. <laughs> I wasn't born again. Yeah. I want to I, I reiterate yeah, that, that yeah. I was not born again. Yeah. I just knew that this prayer thing works. works. And there is God that he hears you, Correct. that solves your problems, yeah. you know. So I would always often go to church during the week sure. to, to just pray and not be the only person, yeah. you know, and a child. Then uh, I went to university hmm. and I started partying. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Which university was it? UKZN. Oh, okay. My time was UT, UTW. Oh, no, okay. okay. Devon Westville. Oh, all Devon right. Westville. All right. Yeah. So wow. I used to party. Yeah. <laughs> I used to party. Wow. And, you know, I was <laughs> one of those people that, if they are not at a party, yes. it, you'd be so what conspicuous. People would know that <laughs> where is this person? Yeah, really yeah, because uh, I used to party every weekend. Wow. But mm. something always drew me to the things of God. Mm. Even my friends, when mm. I eventually accepted Jesus mm. and I became a pastor, yes. none of them were surprised yes. because. Uh, in all my partying, yeah. we used to go to a nightclub on a Wednesday. I remember yeah. there was a night, no, on a Thursday, sure. a there was a nightclub Genesis, and we used to call it uh, church, <laughs> then go to church, to a Thursday yes, church. Yes. So on a Thursday, I'd go to a nightclub. Yes. On a Friday, we go to a party. Yeah. On a Saturday, to a party. Yeah. On a Sunday, to a nightclub. Wow. But here's the thing. In all that partying, I was not born again. Hmm. Come Sunday morning, you know, I would always say to my friends, let's go to church. I would go to church. I never really drank. I never yeah. used to drink. I used to smoke. I sure. smoked for 10 years yeah. of my life. I was partying, but I wasn't smoking. Yes. We would go, I would drag my friends to church. We'd go to church, Durban Christian Center. Sure. Sit right at the back, mm. you know, like zombies, because <laughs> we came back at 6 a.m. We are tired. <laughs> We're partying. Yeah. You know, after church, we go uh, to our places, we sleep, and then we're going to go to a nightclub sure. in the evening. Yeah. And whenever any of us had any problem, my friend can tell you, sure. my friends can tell you as often <laughs> as possible. I was like, something was just drawing me to yeah. the things of God and to Christianity. Yeah. And I can't even tell you what that is yeah. because I'm from an ancestral uh, worship background, yes, yes. you know, so yeah. So whenever any of us had any problem sure. i would take a scarf yeah. because i believe that as a woman you have to uh cover your head sure, sure. <laughs> i don't know where i got that from <laughs> so i'll just take a scarf and say yes. take a scarf let's kneel down and yes. pray god's gonna help yes, you yes. you know so yeah that's the story of my life wow, and then eventually amazing. when i finished university in 1997 i felt like there was a a force or there was a power mm. that was just pulling me mm. you know to being born again sure. and i remember i told some friends of mine and in particular this friend of mm. mine i told i said mm. sally you know what uh i think i want to go to a born again church yeah. like be a member Wow. And I think I really want to be born again. I want to be yes. umzalwan. Yeah. When yeah. I say born again, it doesn't sound like yeah. it. I want to be umzalwan. Yeah. And I mean, this is from a, a party girl, a party <laughs> animal. Yeah. And you say they weren't surprised when, yeah. when you wanted to do this. Yeah. But when I said I want to be umzalwan, yo, this friend of mine freaked out and said, what? You want to be umzalwan? Hey. Why? What's, yeah. what's wrong with you? Are you frustrated? Yeah. You know? And yeah. But... Um, I came back to Joburg 
1997 okay. and I was looking for a job I couldn't yeah. get a job yeah, the whole yeah. of 90s uh, 98 yeah. the whole of 98 I couldn't get a job and then mid 99 mm. I got a job yeah. were you born again at this time no I mm, wasn't I wasn't I wasn't yeah. I wasn't I spoke about this when I left Durban sure. in 97 97 mm. yeah end of 97 um, and then I came back to Joburg. Yeah. I'm not born again. Yeah. I wasn't working, remember? Yes, I'm looking at home. for a job. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking for a job. Mm. I'm at home. Um, and then eventually, 99, I got a job. Mm. And when I got a job, the first thing that I did, I bought myself a car. <laughs> yes. Uh, and when I got a car, the first thing I wanted to do it was to go to church. Uh, I asked around, do you wow. know of any born again church? Yes, you know, yes. and someone directed me to Rhema. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I went to Rhema. Right. And when the altar call was made, wow. you know, I raised up my hand, Praise accepted Jesus mm. as my Lord and Savior. Mm. Yeah. Uh -huh. But I would continue to party for five years. <laughs> After that, yeah. Yeah, 2001 to mm -hmm. 2003. That's yes. when like I really now yeah. got born again. I continued mm. to party and, you know, I was one of those Christians uh, who uh, were double deeping. Mm. I don't know if it's double deeping <laughs> or blowing hot and cold. <laughs> yes. I still believe in ancestors and yes. I still believed in Jesus mm. for five years. Mm. And that is why I'm so patient with people mm. as a pastor. Because it is a journey. Mm. It's, a journey it's a journey because God was very patient with me. Me. Yes, you know, you never judge yes, me. Yes. I remember one time we we're going to church with my friends, and I was very thin. Mm. I was very thin, and uh, it, it, it was a trend um, at the time. Mm. You know, to wear crop oh, tops. Crop tops, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. and they yeah. were very like, like high and low. <laughs> high was high yeah. and low. Low yeah. was low. Yes, high was high. Yes. You know, but I was very thin. And I was wearing my crop top mm. and low jeans, you know, going mm. to church. And this friend of mine looked at me and said, Toby Leno, man, <laughs> come on. This is not it. I don't care how liberal, you know, yeah. your church is. You can't go to church yeah. looking like that. Instead of being offended, yeah. I, 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 I heard her. Wow. It hit home, Yo. you know. And from that day onwards, mm. whenever I went to church, I dressed up decently. Yes, yes. Mm. Just amazing. What did you study for? And, uh, you know, um, back then? And... BPED. I did BPED. Okay. I did a, yeah. Ah, a, all right. a, te a teaching degree. Oh, all right. All right. And did you get into it professionally? No, teaching? And never. How did that's your what, professional that, life happen? That's why it took me so long to get a job ah. because I did not want to be a teacher. I don't know why I did teaching. <laughs> Oh, my first job was marketing oh, at Coke. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. And how did things develop career-wise from there uh, up until today? Uh, so, yeah, my first job was at Coke. Right. Marketing. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, from Coke, I worked for Liberty Live. Right. And then from Liberty, uh, that's when things really started now. Mm. Um, I was a member of the ANC Youth League. Right. Yeah, okay. because I have a political background. Uh, I see. Yeah, so I was a member of um, the Youth League. Sure. And from there, um, from Liberty, I was appointed um, as an advisor for the then 
uh, deputy minister for home affairs. Right. It was Gigaba, Madusi yes. Gigaba. Yes, yes. Yeah, and was I, still I was deputy quite at the young. Time. He was still deputy. Yeah. I, was, I was quite young, yeah, you know, yeah. to to be an advisor. Advisor to him. Yeah, oh, to wow. be an advisor. Yeah, yeah that's an amazing move. So that's when yeah I started flourishing. Yeah, amazing, amazing. What conscientized you uh, politically? My dad. Ah. My dad was very political. <laughs> right. Yeah, and that's why my names are Tobile Noglunga. And I'm born so yes. because my dad, you know, said that I would never give my child uh, a, a, an English name yes. or Christian name, yes. whatever you want to yes. call it, yes. English yes. or Christian. <laughs> yeah, I, I would never because you can never find a white people named Sbongile or Utandi, yeah. you know. And yeah, he, he, my my dad was a very what uh, politically involved Good. to an extent that uh, my dad was ANC, my uncle was IFP. Yeah. yeah. And at some stage, they were very close, sure. my dad and my uncle. Sure, sure. So my uncle is my mom's bro yes. brother. Yes. Mm, they were very close at some stage. But when my uncle joined IFP, you know, that split our families. They stopped yes. talking. Things were bad back then. Yeah, things yeah. were so bad. And yeah, yeah that just yeah caused Jeez. a huge division sure. in our family. Sure. You know, yeah. because with my father, it was, you're either ANC or, mm. Mm. Or, you're, or you're my enemy. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on politics uh, generally? You know, um, Christians, it almost seems like the default position to stay away from it. It's a dirty game. It's this and that. For you, what, how do you feel about politics and the involvement then? That's part two of the question of Christians. Everything that we do is influenced in one way or the other, directly or indirectly, by politics. Right. Right. You know, right. um, in, 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 in China, uh, there are places where you can't even have WhatsApp or you can have yeah. uh, Facebook. Yeah. So it's a political decision yes. that we can yes. have, you know, this uh, podcast. <laughs> yes. You know what we eat is what, what we eat. eat. Yeah. You know uh, the price of bread, yes. the price of of of, of fuel. Yes. Everything is political. Mm. It doesn't make sense to me <laughs> if uh, Christians say <laughs> that uh, what politics is uh, what the a dirty, dirty game. game. So yeah. who must play it? The Why don't you ones. go and clean it? The, yeah. Yes. If you are so clean and so pure, <laughs> and it's such a dirty game, why don't you get involved yeah. and go and clean it up? Right. You know, because at the end of the day, um, politicians are decision makers. Mm, mm. So when we leave that space as Christians, who are we leaving it to yes. and for? Yes. Yes. You know, yes. um, yeah, I, I, I think Christians need to rise up. I don't want to say wake up. Mm -hmm. You know, wake up <laughs> might sound harsh. You need to rise up yeah. and occupy those spaces yes. because ever so often we react, you know, when a certain bills are passed mm. that we do not agree yes, with. Yes, you know, yes. we don't even understand the nature of our democracy, yes. that our democracy yes. is an inclusive democracy, that there is no decision that the government can take without your involvement. Right. But we don't bother ourselves, you know, yeah. to know yeah. and to get involved, yes. you know, and they, the government passes laws, yeah. you know, and then we, we start complaining mm. and we say this is mm. a bad government blah yes. blah blah laws such as yeah. um what um 
homosexuality narrator abortions you know yeah. uh where were you when yes. that was passed yes. we don't participate in the processes of, of you don't participate making. the processes mm. of policy making mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know the anc cannot do anything without your approval mm-hmm. but your silence that on its own is approval <laughs> yes you know and when things are approved then we react and yeah. we say that this is a bad government yes. now i think we are bad citizens yeah. wow, i yes. think we are apathetic I like that. I like that. yeah 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 we allow certain things to happen. Yeah. yeah we allow certain th- we allow everything to happen and then yes. we complain they say that the government of the day is a reflection of the people it is yes if america elects donald trump again it's a, it's reflection a reflection of the of, of the, the people society. of America. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no. No. I, I. I hear you. But the thing is, we we get into what we term secular spaces. You see, that's the other thing we separate uh, the world secular and the sacred, which is us church, and we put a huge division. But anyway, when we get into the marketplace, whatever we want to call it, and our constitution, yeah. or you like it or you don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it, but yeah. it is secular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. So we we, we can't want to. Uh, oh, well, we can. Mm-hmm. We we have the numbers, and we should actually. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we can Christianize it because we have the numbers. Mm-hmm. But we are not united. First of all. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. everyone is building their own little empires. Yes. You do your thing, you do you, I yes. do me. That's right. You know? So we don't have a strong voice. We don't have not even yeah. a voice, let alone <laughs> a strong voice. We don't have a voice. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's ridiculous that it is said that uh South Africa is about 82% Christian. Christian but no. You know, yeah. but where is the fruit yeah. footprint of Christianity? Of Christianity. Can't see it. In South Africa. No, I can't see it. And why can't you see it? It's, it's because us. the church is not united. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 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 we get into the spaces as Christians, but we don't know how to behave. We don't know how to live out our lives in these spaces. Or what, it, what does it mean to kingdomize these systems? To kingdomize, what, yes. What should we, we be doing? In law, in medicine, in arts, and all of that, how does it look like if we're going to kingdomize? The first thing that you need to do it is to unite sure. and don't allow, we should not allow anything to be done on our behalf without us. Yes. Nothing for us yeah. without us yeah. because everything has been done without us. Yes. Yes. You know, um, we can influence, um, we can influence a lot of decisions mm. only if we unite mm. because politics is a game of numbers oh yeah or you oh, like yeah. it or you don't like it it's numbers. and we also need to politically educate ourselves mm. you know uh, mm. most of us are not politically educated, educated yeah. you know uh, you hear pastors say statements such as um I, I, I'm not for the left wing or the right, <laughs> the right wing. wing yeah. I am for the word. <laughs> yes. But at the end of the day, the system of the day and the order of the day, yes. it's either the left wing or the right wing, mm. you know, or even the mm. center, mm. because we are more center. Mm. You know, we are a bit of um, a socialism and capitalism. Sure, sure. We are a combination. Sure. So 
uh, Christians don't even understand mm. what it means. Sure, you know, sure. uh, anything that is communist, because Karl <laughs> Marx wrote a book yeah. that uh, religion is an opium for, for the people. <laughs> so without even understanding what communism is about, you know, we anything that is communist yeah. is, is, is demonic. Yeah. It's highly demonic. We reject it. Yes. We reject it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, we don't bother to to know to sure. understand, but sure. I, I always say to to pastors that you know what uh, we need to educate the young ones yes. because um, Christianity has been infiltrated, and I say Christianity because mm. South Africa is eighty two percent Christian, mm -hmm. but um, the laws don't favor Christianity. Yes. Yes. You know, so we have been infiltrated as the church. Mm. So what we can do for ourselves, it is to edu politically educate the young ones wow. that go and Jesus said, "Occupy till I come." Um, yes. What do you think he said? We must occupy. Mm. 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 We must occupy the seven mountains. Mm. We must occupy mm. everywhere. Mm. We must occupy, you know, government. Mm. We must occupy financial decisions. Mm. We must occupy everywhere. My issue is, we occupy to draw a salary. We are not occupying intentionally. And some are not aware we are supposed to be intentional about our occupation, but some just don't know what that means. What, what does it mean? Why am, I, why am I planted in this sphere and sector and, that's, and the church is not educa educating on the kingdom? To change history. That's what Jesus meant. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Not just to, to earn a salary, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know. I mean, if we can unite and uh, and, and without sounding controversial, sure. I, I respect people and uh, who they are and their choices, yeah. you know. Uh, but I also think that um, a democracy is about the majority, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, it is the government of the people, by the people, for the people, and yes. what makes it the government of the people, yes. it is the numbers. Yes. And if we are saying that in South Africa we are 82% sure. Christian, sure. Nah, then uh, our sentiments should be the ones that are advanced. Yes. Uh, abortion should not be permitted in South Africa. Mm -hmm. You know, because if when, we're 82% Christian, when does life start? Mm. You know, at conception. Yes. Once that egg is fertilized, yeah. You know, if 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 the the woman can go for an ultrasound, there's a heartbeat, that is life. Mm, mm, you know, mm. and uh, that life cannot speak for itself. So who is there to speak mm, for that life? Yeah. It is you and I. Yes. yes you know, but yes. under our watch, under our radar, yeah. you know, uh, the abortion laws have been have, have been, been passed. passed. Yeah, you know, I mean, comprehensive sexuality education. Mm. Um, they tried that even with Ghana. Mm. I know that with Ghana, they re the, the pastors came together in Ghana yeah, they because they are a play. strong voice, <laughs> yes. you know. So the minute um, the government started talking about introducing yes. that comprehensive sexuality yes. education, yes. you know, and in essence, what is that uh, comprehensive sexuality yeah. education? Children are taught graphic sex. Sure. Graphic sex. In the classroom. In the classroom. Very young ages. Things that a seven-year-old, a nine-year-old, a 12-year-old, you know, should have nothing to do with. Mm. Why mm. would you want to teach a seven-year-old about styles of sex? Yeah. Is that not perversion? No, no, Is that not satanic? That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. so ridiculous. Yeah. And those things, they happen under our watch. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, things like um, our children being taught that 
if you look like a boy you have a body of a boy mm. but you do not feel like a boy <laughs> you feel like a girl you can choose no one must ever tell you that you are a boy mm. if you choose to be a girl mm. then you are a girl yeah it's part of that how does that happen under our watch mm. i mean they tried it with 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 ghana it mm. couldn't fly mm. you know but mm. with us it has been passed oh, goodness yeah are these some of your ob observations that you saw because i know you were at the forefront during the COVID period like you were saying of speaking you know making sure the voice of the church is heard but uh, and you're working with ifcc and the other pastors there yes. as well but uh, at many times in the services that you were holding in the meeting that you're holding i could pick up a sense of frustration in you as a group <laughs> because it, it would it seemed like you were just shouting but uh, you're shouting alone there was no one backing you. We're not united as a church. What were your observations and your experiences there? Yeah, <laughs> we were not united yeah. at all. And it's, it's, it's so unfortunate, yeah. eh? Because I tell you, if we can unite as the church, we can accomplish so much mm. for all of us, mm. not just for a handful of people, yes. for all of us. But I think we, we did have an impact. Yes. I remember eventually yes. when yes. Uh, the lockdown was or, or rather it wasn't because the lockdowns were suspended but the churches were still closed mm, mm, mm. you know uh, i remember the very last time when that lockdown and the churches were suspended it was shortly after uh, we had marched to the union buildings yes, yes. you know and we had a number of actually we had a number of christian women it was women we had a number of christian women that were backing us up mm. yeah uh, there was a meeting that was cancelled that was supposed to have been in pretoria mm. you know uh and we were uh, somewhat intimidated okay yeah uh because it was alleged that we are inciting mm. um society yeah. unrest yeah. you know so it, it, it this thing was going far sure so that meeting was cancelled that was sure. supposed to have been in pretoria sure. but i tell you the response was overwhelming wow. that meeting would have been a history maker wow it would have changed the cause of his of wow. christianity in south africa wow. and the voice of the church the wow. response that we got for mm. that it, it 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 was amazing wow but unfortunately you know um at the same time it was picked up by the intelligence mm. yeah and mm. um they called a number of us sure. you know and yeah they uh, they said that we are inciting violence mm. blah 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 you know and all that we wanted was for the church sure. to be opened sure. mm. So we canceled that meeting, mm -hmm. uh, which is one of the decisions collectively, uh, I, I believe that we will live to regret. Mm -hmm. We should never have canceled that mm -hmm. meeting. Mm -hmm. We should never have canceled. Because yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I tell you, it was almost like unanimously, everybody was just mm -hmm. begging us up. That's amazing. And we were all gonna be one. Sure. But uh, um, not all hope is lost. Yes. 
I believe that the, the, the church in South Africa will unite. Mm -hmm. I believe that uh, we will be a strong voice that God has ordained us to be sure. as the church. Sure. Uh, because uh, do you remember how this whole thing of the church being a voice, how it started? Mm. When you go back to ancient times, you know, um, God appointed prophets yes. and he would not speak directly to the kings. Mm. You know, mm. for God to speak today uh, to King David, he appointed prophet Nathan. Mm -hmm. He appointed prophet mm -hmm. Samuel. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. when David mm -hmm. had sinned, God didn't go to David mm -hmm. and say that you had mm -hmm. you have committed a sin. Mm -hmm. He went to his prophet. Sure. So it is the prophetic voice of the church that should influence government. Yes. You know, uh, we, we like it or you don't. You know, f the fact is the church that does come with uh morality mm -hmm. you know with justice mm. um with order yes in in society yes. Yes. because uh, that's what we stand sure. for yeah. i don't care who criticizes us mm. i don't care what they say mm. our works speak for themselves yes. Yes. our we, works we outside of government because government operates on on taxes that we are all obliged to pay you like it or you don't like it you have to pay taxes yes, yes. you know if you buy bread you pay tax mm -hmm. we pay vet we pay all mm -hmm. kinds of taxes mm -hmm. you know so churches uh we operate on offerings mm -hmm. that nobody's obliged mm -hmm. to pay mm -hmm. but Dumiso, more than any other institution the church makes the difference in society yes. you know yes ours is not the biggest church, yeah. you know, we have an, an, an average church in the mm, community, sure. but the difference that we have made in that community mm. through job creation, mm. we feed people on a daily basis. Mm. And I'm, 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 I'm talking about our, our, our small church. I'm yes. not talking about your big churches, your yes. CRCs, yes, yes. you know, the other day we were talking um as pastors and as as leaders and we're mm. saying that the problem about us is that we do not advertise what we do so mm. people don't even see what yes, we do yes, you know yes. because the misconception that people have about mm. the church is that church is about offerings yes we no, want no, 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 no we give more yes they don't we know give that. more. Yeah, even as a pastor, you give we more, give into, more the church into the church. The church if if you love the Lord, you will give more <laughs> to the church than take from the church. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. yeah. We yeah. create jobs. Mm. We feed our communities. Yes. You know, whenever there's a crisis, we are the first people on the scene. Mm. You know? Yeah. And there are far more good pastors who are giving than the, the, those few yes. that are giving us a bad name. Yes. Yes, and people don't don't understand yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah. So we need not to be apologetic yeah. of of who we are, sure. because of the few um, rotten apples yes. in the bag. Yes. You know, not all you. of us are like that. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Um, talking about uniting as a church, you are part of the International Federation of Christian Churches, yeah, yeah. IFCC. Yeah. Um, tell us a bit more about that. People don't really know what it's about. And why is it important? Why why did you feel important to to join it and, and to be part of it? Well, IFCC uh, has been in existence um, since late seventies. Right. Um, it was founded uh, by Apostle Ray yeah. Macaulay, yeah. together with people like Reinhard Bonke. Mm. Um, 
it was mainly to unite the body of Christ and to be a strong voice yes. for the church. Yes, yes. You know, and remember during that time, it was the time uh, of apartheid. Yeah. And they were very vocal mm. against apartheid. Mm. Mm. Um, and um, they found favor with government, although they were able to speak truth to power at the time. You know, and the IFCC together with the SACC, South African Council of Churches, yeah, they are the two mainly recognized um, Christian bodies yes. by the government. Right. Yeah, so for me, the IFCC is tried and tested. Mm -hmm. uh, it has stood the test of time. Mm -hmm. You know, um, they've been a very strong voice for the people, sure. not just for the church, but sure. for the people, Yes. you know, uh, during the most trying times sure. of apartheid. It's amazing. You know, I mean, it wasn't easy to uh, speak against the government of the Nationalist Party at the time. Yes. You'd be jailed, yes. you'd yeah. be exiled, yeah. you know, mm. or you'd be killed, yeah. you know, yeah. even as a pastor or as a, a Christian body, yes, yes. you know, you, you don't dare speak against the government yes. of the National Party, mm -hmm. but the IFCC did it. So for me, they have stood the test of time. They're tried and tested. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, you know, I'm, mm. I'm more comfortable um, with things that have stood the test of time yes. with reference. Yes, tried and Where tested. Where do you come from? <laughs> yeah, I hear Yeah, you. what's I hear your you. testimony? Great. Yes. You know, because yes. I see a lot of um, Christian formations, they, they come and they go. They come and yes. they go. Yes. And also, I don't see the impact. Right. Right. You know, during uh, COVID, the IFCC stood out. Yes. You know, because... It was the most vocal. We, it, 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 it was, was the most vocal. I agree. Yeah. Without mm -hmm. any fear, favor, prejudice, or yeah. any intimidation. Yeah. You know? We were able to tell the government that you open the churches or else. Yes. You know? And there was some kind of pushback uh, from the government. I remember Pastor Art being waited for by cops. <laughs> yes! <laughs> there was, like I tell you that we had to cancel that uh, yeah. one meeting that we yeah, were going to have yeah. in Pretoria. That was ridiculous. Mm. I think at all his branches, there cops, was a lot of cops pushback. were assigned. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I can imagine all of you, uh, you know, the other stories. Yes, the country here. was burning and there they were, <laughs> you know, outside our churches. Hey man, uh, this was interesting. <laughs> it was it was very interesting. Yeah, yeah. It was very interesting. No, no, that, that's great. So, um, to zoom in back to the church that you have yeah, founded. But, and okay, let's sure, go for uh, it. Let, let, let's continue now with the IFCC. Yes, go for, it, go for I it. I think it's important that we should come together mm -hmm. as the church, sure. as the body of Christ, and be a strong voice. Mm. And that is why I went for the IFCC because mm -hmm. the IFCC is a very strong voice. Okay. Um, there is still a lot that needs us as the body of Christ in our country, right. you know. But if we are fragmented, mm. you know, you have one uh, fraternal here, you yes. have another fraternal, yes. smaller, 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 right. nyana fraternals, right. you know. Uh, and unfortunately, we will never be a voice sure. like that, you know. So for me, it doesn't even matter who started it, why they started it. Sure. What matters to me is what works. Yes. And that is why I, I advocate, you know, for coming together under the IFCC, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, even with different fraternals, mm. you know, they can remain being 
uh, fraternals, mm. but there has to be one covering Major body, that yeah. is recognized by the government. We can change a lot. We can change a lot. I hear you. I hear you. you know, next year we are going to elections. Yeah. You know, as the body of Christ, uh, what kind of government are we envisaging sure. uh, what do we want for this country sure. those are the discussions that sure. we should have yeah, I hear, I hear. you know because yeah. if we live we leave a vacuum mm. someone else is going to fill that I vacuum yeah. and the ifcc is non-political mm -hmm. we are non-political totally and completely mm. but we believe that we should have an influence in the political direction yes, yes, of the country. Yes, yes. Yeah, we, I hear we, we believe that we we should. No, I hear you. Uh, how do we get through our racial differences, even in the church? Um, someone will say, I don't want to join IFCCC. I'm full part of Lungu. Uh, white people this, white people that. Abelung uh, don't really care about us. <laughs> you know, you can say things like that. Have you... Maria, you're a Christian. You're a Christian, right? Firstly, if someone's listened to this, have you experienced racial, what is it, discrimination being there? And then secondly, how, <laughs> how can we as a body of Christ just get over this racial oh my goodness. issues? <laughs> you sound so paranoid just asking that. Come on. Yeah, yeah. No it's ways. A, it's a... It's a, it's a it's it's a uh, how can we I say are it? one body yeah and uh, the 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 leaders of the IFCC right yeah. now it is Pastor Art Boshoff yeah white yeah it is Bishop Musa Sono yes. and it is Pastor Don Phillips yes they are black yeah so you mean Pastor White is so <laughs> overpowering. <laughs> Uh, that I, you would I, I exercise racism against all these people. <laughs> I get you. No, man, that's just a paranoia yeah. and a misconception. It's a misconception. It's a, it's a misconception. Right, right. IFCC is for everyone. It's a mm. misconception that yeah. people have. No, I'm glad you've clarified So it means it. that whenever they see Pastor Art, they see white and they see yeah. racism. And they don't see the image of God or Christ. But don't you see Bishop Musa <laughs> and Pastor Don? <laughs> So are they so invisible oh come on let's you know i, I, I want to get into people's yeah, thinking yeah. you know we, we we've got a bias for the negative sometimes as people yeah right yeah we love scandal we yeah. love yeah conflict. yeah we love yeah. seeing the negatives <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but i tell you uh i haven't experienced any form of racism mm -hmm. whatsoever mm -hmm. um instead um I've, I've i've been embraced in this platform amazing you know uh i have been given platforms that I would never have thought of or even dared to imagine. Amazing, amazing. You know, mm. I mean, I've preached at CRC, you know, mm -hmm. more than once. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there was a time uh, when I was uh, at Raymer Church and the IFCC used to have conferences in March. Yes. You know, I used to sit right at the back yeah. and Raymer is so huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you'd see Pastor Art and them, yeah. Bert Pretorius yeah, and them. Yeah, they're preaching. You'd see them right at the back yeah. and you'd see them walking in. Yeah. You know, and I used to admire <laughs> these guys and think, wow. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. to think that now I, I, I sit next to them, you know, mm. I'm, I'm in the same platforms mm. with them. Mm. You know, for me, it is them embracing me. Yes. You but know, as a, a woman, as a black person, mm. 
you know Beautiful. so yeah I'm, I'm i'm not just selling ifcc yeah, but yeah. there is no racism whatsoever of course, of course. we are one body i love it i love it um when did your church start and uh, uh maybe i'm even asking the wrong question did, did you guys did you found the church uh, or it was uh, you took over a work? How, how, how did how did I so you? I wish I had taken over a work because <laughs> I tell you, planting a church is not easy. It's not at all. Pastoring is just another Yo, game. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I planted the church in 2011. Mm. Yeah, I founded mm. the church. I planted the church in 2011. Mm. Uh, before that, um, I was at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, right. and um, actually, when I went to Redeemed, uh, God told me that He's going to take me to a place where I would learn all about ministry. Sure. And after that, um, I'm going to go back to my community and start a church sure. and plant a church. Sure. Sure. So, um, cut the long story short went to redeemed and the first time i went there god told me that this is the place and i stayed at redeemed and i would stay there for for four years and within the four years i would get ordained as a minister mm. and you know redeemed for me it was a home away from home just so amazing. comfortable just yeah. so nice i had an amazing relationship with my pastor mm. Mm. you know my pastor was like not just a spiritual father to me but it was like my my dad we yeah. still have a good relationship yeah. very strong church internationally that very very strong mm. Ex very strong mm. yo very strong. I mean, uh, we once attended, um, they have a monthly, um, uh, what, night prayer called the Holy Ghost service. Mm -hmm. It's at the Redeemed Camp. That place, I, I don't know how to uh, explain it. Mm -hmm. It's so huge. It's like, it's, yo, know, uh, it's like the whole Renbeck. Yeah. It's so big. Wow. In attendance, you have like 2 million people. Wow. Physical attendance. Physical attendance. FNB takes a hundred thousand. So you need twenty FNBs. Yeah, you have two million people. Just the stage and the pastors. You have about two hundred thousand. Just the stage and the pastors. And then as you are sitting on the stage and you are watching, you can't see where the people yes, end. Yes. And when they make an altar call, they pass people to the front. Wow. A limitless power of God. Wow. Yes. Things that we don't see on TV. Yeah, things that we don't see on TV. Because when we see the church in Africa, in the media on TV, it's always negative. It's always... The negatives. Uh, yeah. And this is an African story. It's an African story, yes. It's beautiful. We look, we look to yes. the West. Yeah, we look to the... Oh, the most thriving <laughs> churches, the biggest churches are in Africa. Yes, yes. Are in Africa. It's amazing. I mean, you have a... Um, Dr. Paul Enche. is is just built a 100,000 seater. Yes. And he has about six, seven services. Yes. And I heard it's, you know? now it, they are, it's too small now. They need yeah. to think again. Yeah, because you have <laughs> an, a hundred thousand inside and a hundred thousand overflow. My goodness. And then you have about five, six, seven services. God. You My know, goodness. how do you explain that? How do you put you that? Can't. <laughs> you can't put it to words. Yeah. In any event, so yeah. And then God tells me that this is a place sure. you will learn. I get to redeemed. I get so comfortable. Yeah. My pastor and I, you know, we become so close yeah. together with his wife. They love me. I love them. And yes. redeemed is redeemed. Yes. You know, um, 
And Redempt is what? Um, a very comfortable place mm. to be, mm. uh, you know. And whenever my pastor was away, uh, he would leave me to preach, right. you know. So uh, I was fine. I was happy mm. at Redeemed. <laughs> and then uh, when the time came, then God says to me, now, this is time yes. now you have to leave you have to go and plant a church yeah. and i'm like hell no that's not possible <laughs> you know and redeem remember that it is an it's an affluent church yes it's yes. an affluent church yes. so everything was just so mm. comfortable and beautiful mm. you know and then god says you must go and start and i'm like no ways no how you know, I'm I'm fine. Yes. I, I don't believe in reinventing the wheel. The wheel yeah, you believe yeah. it or you don't believe it. I'm telling you, I don't believe it. I don't believe that people should just uh, go starting churches, you know. Um, I, 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 for me, I, I believe that I would rather be a leg of an elephant right. than a head of an ant. Wow. You know? Yeah. So if I had it yeah. my own personal way, there's no way I would have planted a church. I was fine at Redeemed. You know, I, I can't tell you of one negative thing about my pastor or mm. what I did not like mm. at Redeemed. Mm. I learned about deep spirituality at Redeemed Amazing. more than any other place mm. in my life. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I learned about the word mm. of God mm. and loving the word of God, understanding the word of God, mm. you know, intimacy mm. with God and with the Holy Spirit, yes. you know, uh, praying long hours, yes. you know, and that is a, what, uh, a, a spiritual legacy yes. that I, I, I could never get true, elsewhere. True. And there was no need for me to leave such a rich place. But God is God. Mm. He knows things that mm. we do not. Yeah, yeah. In any event, the time came and God says, you must leave. And I'm like, no ways, no how, I am fine. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't want to. Mm. And then, eventually what happened, the last month of me being at Redeemed, you know, God showed me visions, you know, uh, he spoke to me audibly. Mm. And even by the time I went to Redeemed, I knew that I was just going there to get trained. Yes. You know, I was just going there to get trained. I knew it. And then when I had to leave, I would be in the service. Yeah. The minute the praise and worship starts, I, I, you know, at some stage, I thought, am I schizophrenic? Mm. What is going on? Mm. You know, I would feel like there's a voice that says to me, get out of here. Run to where I have sent you. Don't look back. And uh, that eventually would make me so paranoid. Mm. It would make me so paranoid. Mm. And then um, December 2010, we went to Cape Town mm. on a holiday. And then I went to this other church. And after all the visions that mm. God showed me and God was speaking to mm. me and literally like now making me uncomfortable yeah. at Redeem and for no reason that I can yeah, tell you, yeah. no reason whatsoever, yeah. you know, and then when we went to that church, uh, it was on the 31st, sure. the crossover service. Sure, sure. And the pastor uh, said to me, God says that you have been stubborn. 
um, you know what you need to do. Yes. And this is time. You sure. must go and do it now yes. or else nothing is going sure. to work sure. in your life. Sure. You know. So when I got that prophecy, which was a, a confirmation, I came back, you know, and I had no option but to go and start. Listen to this one now. When I went to Redeem, God told me that I'm taking to a place. You're going to learn everything that you're going to learn. You will come back yes. and implement yes. it in your community. Yes. So fast forward, I go to Redeemed and fourth year um, in December, I get so paranoid because there's that voice that yes. told me that you must boom Zalwane now when yes. I was leaving university. Yes. That same voice, same that voice. same force mm. now says that it is time. Yes. And then the pastor confirms it. Yes. And then I come back. So I knew that, you know what, it is God and I'm yeah. not going to argue with God yeah, anymore yeah. you know now I'm thinking how am I going to start where am I going to start yes. my sister stays in Sprayed View uh, um, Sprayed View is more kind of like it's, it's better it's a, it's yes. a township yes. but it's a much better township a, yeah, than Katlohong where I they call it the perhaps actually Sprayed View I yeah. know, oh, you know Sprayed, yes. yeah. yeah so my sister stays in, 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 in Sprayed View yeah. and then I'm thinking to myself that okay it's better to start at my sister's place, mm. you know, because Braidview mm. is kind of like mm. more like mm. affluent mm. than Katle Hong. And um, I talked to my sister that we're going to start uh, a fellowship. We're going to use your lounge, blah, blah, blah. And mm. my sister is quite cool with it. So I make some calls to invite people to the fellowship, yes. you know, tell them that I'm planting a church, you know, God has spoken to me. And I'd like you to come and join us. And then this one guy, as I was inviting him, then he says to me, um, why are you going to use your sister's place? Mm. Um, and I say to him, no, we don't have a place now, but we can use my sister's place. Then from my sister's place, we'll look for a school yes. or something like yes. that. And then he says, no, man, actually, there's a place that uh, has not been in use for two years. Mm. Um, it used to be an old age home. Mm. It is there by your mom's street. Mm. Right in your community. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I'm like, wow, really? And then he says, yes. And I, he used to be the, the secretary of the board uh, for that old age home right. that was closed down. Yeah. So he says, no, uh, I, I, I still have the keys and everything so I can give the place sure. to you. Can you imagine? Sure. Right in my community right <laughs> in my mother's street wow as god had said that you're gonna go come back, back to your community, community. Yeah. you know so we started you know what i learned at redeemed and what i have been able to impart uh, to those people that god has placed under my leadership over the years mm. it is that spirit of prayer and supplication yeah. and loving God. Mm. If there's one thing I learned at Redeem and that I have come back to implement, you know, it is intimacy with God, wow. loving the Lord your God with wow. all your heart, wow. you know, prioritizing yeah. God, yeah. 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 you know. If there are competing interests, like I, I remember at some stage, for an example, somebody had died in the ANC mm. and it was quite an influential figure mm. Mm. Uh, that we were close to. Sure. You know, and at our church, we're still studying at the time. I think our church was about uh, three years or so. Sure. Um, we had planned, I had planned that we're going to have a workshop. Mm. So 
there's a funeral on Saturday and there's this planned workshop. Mm. You know, the funeral, it's a high profile mm. funeral. Mm. You know, mm. uh, we can be Christian, but we're all human and human beings mm. are sociable beings. And you want to be seen. You know, there. you want to be seen. <laughs> you also want to see people. Yes. You want to rub shoulders. You want them to see you there. Yes. Yeah, but no, a back on. <laughs> yes, yes. And you also want to rub shoulders yeah. with all the who's who in the zoo yeah. of, of Gauteng. You know, I mean, all the political leadership mm. was going to be there. Um, and I've got this planned workshop for about 20 people, mm. you know, in our small arena church, mm. you know, nothing to write home about. <laughs> nah, I've got the dress yes, to go to the funeral, of course. and I've got the car <laughs> to course, go to, to the match. funeral, you know, <laughs> and I've got the sunglasses. Of <laughs> oh my goodness. But I came to a place in my life mm. where if there are competing interests between what I have to do for God mm. and other things, there's just no argument. I go for what I need to do are for you? God, you? you know, and that is dying to self. Oof. That is coming to the end of yourself where Eesh. God begins to leave, Eesh. you know, and I tell you that what I have seen God doing in my life over the years, mm. it's, it's, it's amazing. And I can only attribute it to one thing and one thing only, mm. prioritizing God wow. and not just doing a lip service when you say you love God. Yes. Love is not in words. Yes. It is in action. Sure. It is in patterns. Sure. You know, not just actions, but patterns. patterns. It is in patterns. Repeated because actions. Repeated patterns. Ex- patterns. Amazing. Yes, because yes. you can say you love wow. God and do something nice once, once you know. But if you have to do it over and over and over that's and over again, is. that's where the true test is. You know, so if, 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 if there's one thing that um, I impart to those that God has placed under my leadership, yes. it is that strong passion and love for God. Yes. And spending time with God, mm. you know, on a daily basis, I spend no less than three hours. No way. No less than three hours in prayer. This is what I was going to ask to say, we are, we are in urban areas. We are busy working, studying at the same time, kids, spouses, uh, businesses out of that. How do we to get this balance of actually dedicating time to I God. was starting because uh, yeah. I started my MBA in 2011. Okay. I was starting. I was doing MBA. Sure. Planted a church, a wife, a mother. Yes. You know? Yeah. I, I tell you, there's nothing that brings balance um, into my life more than spending time yes. with God. Yes. You know, yes. that just gives me strength yeah. and wisdom yeah. to just be able to balance everything and that's how we and need that to see is what it. i always tell people uh like somebody that tells me that i can't come to church because i'm writing my exams <laughs> i'm like wow <laughs> you can't come to church because you're writing exams i i did mba mm. and i have never missed not church. even a single sunday church. at church yeah. i've never been unprepared yeah. because i was writing unprepared for church yes. or unprepared yes. for my exams yes. or assignment yes. because of church yeah. you know Oh. Uh, when when you start your day with God, you know He helps you to be able to achieve yes. every other thing, yes. every other thing. Yes. So yeah, that's what I learned at, at, sure. at Redeemed. Sure. You know, to have 
to spend quality time with God because you can't say you love someone and you don't spend time mm -hmm. with them. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. if you love a person, you must spend time with them. Mm -hmm. So I love God and I have to spend time daily with God wherever I am. Mm -hmm. I can be on holiday. I would wake up for a.m., pray from four, five, six, seven, then take a shower. Mm. By the time I go for breakfast and I look like everyone else, I've already spent wow. my quality time in a yeah. hotel yeah. on yeah. holiday. Yeah, yeah. You know, wow. I'd be at the beach. I've already spent yes. my quality yes. time. Yes. I don't compromise that for anything. I get you. And I tell you, it has brought so much peace and stability inside, inner peace wow. and stability. Sure. You know, um, in as much as I spend time with God, I'm also human and I'm in the world. Mm, so mm. from time to time, even Jesus said that in this life you shall face tribulations. Mm, mm. You know, I've, I've had instances in my life where I faced severe trials and tribulations. Wow. You know, things would happen under normal circumstances. I would know that if I wasn't spending so much time with God, mm. I would have uh, plummeted mm. into depression. Mm. I would have plunged into mm. depression. Mm. You know, um, a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> some people actually approached me at our church and they asked me, what makes you so strong? Because we know what you have been going through, mm. but we have never seen not even for a minute your mood changed. Wow. We've never seen you like, you know, uh, being down. Sure. You know, you are always cheerful. Yeah. Instead, you encourage us, you pray yes. for us, you teach us. You know, you've never missed or were late, you know, because of anything that is not going well in your life. How do you make it? And how they came to ask me, they were talking amongst themselves wow. that, but how does pastor do this? And this one lady said, mm -mm, me, I don't like talking about people. I'd rather talk to the people. To the, let's go to so her. this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take you to her. You must ask her instead of asking each other because it's going to turn into a gossip. <laughs> and they approached me. Wow. Honestly, they, they, they asked me yeah. some personal things sure. that this is what is going on and the mm. way that you are, it really it doesn't make sense. It doesn't match, yeah. you know. It is that peace of God that passes all understanding. Wow. Wow. I leave the word into me. So mm. I leave the word. Mm. I don't just quote the word. I live, live it. it. Yeah. I live it. I, I, I try to leave the word. Mm. When, the, when, when King David says that even though I go through the valley of the shadow of darkness, yeah. I shall fear no evil. Yes. I know what it means because wow. I've been there. Mm. I've been there. Mm. And one, a couple of weeks ago, I said to God, I was talking to God as I usually do in the morning, and I said, Lord, you know, of everything that you have done for me, you have given me a spiritual anesthetic. Mm. Anesthetic, mm. they give it to you when they're going to operate on you. <laughs> ne? So there are different kinds of anesthetics. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I remember when I, I had my child, my son. Sure. Um, they gave me epidural, yes. but with epidural and that anesthetic that they give you, you are still conscious. Mm. You see everything as yes. they cut your tummy. Yes. You know you, 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 you are see, awake. Yeah. You are awake, but you don't I feel, feel no pain this. whatsoever. Yes. You know, I mean, the doctor was doing his thing. 
you know, and he was chatting to me. Wow. You know, we're chatting with the yeah. doctor, we're chatting and chatting and chatting as he was doing his thing. Sure. So I said to God, Lord, you are amazing. You have given me a spiritual anesthetic. Mm. I'm not in denial. I can mm. see everything that That's is happening. Yeah. And it's supposed to be so hurting. It's supposed traumatic. to be so painful. Yeah. It's supposed to be so traumatic. But I don't even feel this much pain. Sure. You know, I, 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 I so wish that people could discover wow. God. Yes. I tell you, there would be no depression. Mm. Psychiatric hospitals would, no, would close up. down. Shh. You know, if, 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 if you can just start spending time with God, because then he is with you when he says, when you go through the fire, he doesn't say that you will not go Mm. through the fire. I'd be lying to you. If I can tell him to me, say that me, I pray so much. Therefore I don't go. "Ah, ah, ah." (laughs) He is the fourth man in that fire. Yeah. So when people are looking from outside, they can see you burning, mm. but you're not burning out. Mm. Mm. You know? Wow. And uh, I'm waiting patiently because there are certain things that I'm still going through. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm waiting patiently and so confidently yeah. that I know that I'm in the fire, but I know there's a fourth man in this fire. Amazing. That's number one. Number two, when they came out of that fire, their clothes were not even smelling no of the fire. Yeah. There was no sign. But instead, those that have had thrown them in the fire, those those mm. were the ones that were burned. My goodness. So yeah, that's that's, that's my tremendous. story. <laughs> you, you know, I think our perception of prayer and spending time with God needs to change. We see it as a burden, as if I don't do it, God is going to be angry with me. I need to be praying. This is what we do as Christians. Instead, you are saying, you know, it feeds you. It's something that's positive. It's actually a positive. It benefits you. It doesn't benefit God. It benefits you. So our perception maybe is religious when it comes to spending time with God. And that's what what needs to change. And don't turn it into hard labor. Yes. Where you have to go to God. Yeah, yeah. Have fellowship yeah. with God. Because a relationship. The first thing that I do, you know, every morning, doesn't matter what's working in my yeah. life, what is not working. Mm. It doesn't matter, you know, what I've achieved, who has rejected sure, me or where sure. I've failed. Sure. The very first thing that I do daily yeah. without any fail. Yeah. Father, you're awesome. Yes. There is no one like you. Yes. Thank you, Jehovah Shama. You are here Amazing. with me day after day. Yes. You know, I love you with all my heart, my mind and my soul and I appreciate sure. you. Yeah. You know, so it's a relationship. Relationship. It's yeah. a relationship. No, I love it. And yeah. as you spend time with God, you'd be so amazed the way that He opens up His word. Mm-hmm. That is number one. Yeah. You start having an understanding of the word. Clarity. That, yeah, and it becomes supernatural. You know, amazing. I, <laughs> I was saying amazing. to my sister, you know what? Uh, I know that sometimes I'm kind of like weird. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> I'm kind of like spooky the way that yeah. I, 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 I believe in God and I believe in the supernatural. Yes, yes, yes. About two weeks ago, as I round up, mm. about two weeks ago, um, I was going to Congo Brazzaville mm. and then uh, my flight is at 10 at night. So obviously I have to be at the airport at 8 mm. or so. Yeah. At 6 p.m., I've never been sick ever in my entire life, yeah. except during COVID sure. and flu. Mm. I've never been sick. Mm. 
at around 6 p.m my tummy it starts to raise you know and suddenly i'm like five months pregnant and my tummy is so heavy i've never had such discomfort you know and then i start sweating and i get dizzy something that has never happened Mm. to me i get so 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 sick amazing And then um, I can't now stand anymore. Mm. As I was sitting on my sister's couch, it's like the couch is spinning. The house Mm. is spinning. Mm. I just said one thing and one thing only that as for me, I'm going to Brazzaville. The devil is a liar. Me, I'm going. And then the way that I was, because I, was, I kept on like deteriorating and deteriorating. Mm. My mm. sister started panicking. Yeah. And they were like praying for me. But in their prayer, they were like panicking, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I said to them, oh, come down. I'm going. I'm going. I'll mm. be fine. And they were trying to convince me, no, you can't go like this, blah, mm. blah, blah. And I said, I am going, you know. Seven o'clock, my brother was there. And I asked him to drive me to, to the airport. You know, I I don't know how I got into the car, but I got into the car and I fell deep into sleep. Yeah. Between Sprite View, my sister's place and the airport, I can't tell you how we got there. Yeah. And for me, it was like a second yeah. because I went deep into sleep. Yeah. I wake up at the airport. I'm still so dizzy. Sure. I'm still so dizzy. My tummy is like heavy, 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 heavy. And I am sweating. Wow. I just told myself that the devil is a liar. Yeah. I'm not going to listen to him. Sure. I am determined I am going, Mm. you know, to cut the long story short, my brother did everything for Mm. me, checked Mm. me in and, and, and everything. And I was praying, I was praying Mm. in tongues, I was praying Mm. in tongues. And I said to my brother, please go and buy me Lucozade. Mm. I brought me Lucozade, came back. I drank that Lucozade. I prayed for it. I said, Lord, I am healed in Jesus name. I drank that thing. After that, you won't believe. Mm. I can't tell you what happened to that. Mm. I cannot tell you what happened to that. My tummy went back to normal. You know, the dizziness left. By the time I was going into the flight, I was myself. How do you explain that? Can only be God. It can only be God. Who loves you. It can only be God, yeah. Whom you have a strong relationship Relationship with. Because if I didn't have such a strong relationship with God, I tell you, whatever it was that was happening to me, it was a case of the hospital. Your story is enlightening in many ways, encouraging, uh, and uh, very um, educational to say, listen, there's a journey that you walk with God, and yeah, Hamburger Lindlela, and... We, we really appreciate what yeah, we see. Yeah, but you, you, you have to do it. Uh, you can't get any treasure on the surface. Yeah. Be it gold, you go whatever, deep. you have to go deep. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So people must stop saying go deeper, but you must go deeper. <laughs> you must, yourself, go deeper. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate the work you're doing in the kingdom. Thank you so much for, uh, for all that you're plowing. And uh, we are better for it as the body of Christ. Yeah, May God bless you so much. Uh, Reverend Tobile, Megaman, thank you for coming. Uh, thank you so much I for thinking of you. me and inviting me. Of course. Yes, please. Thank you. <laughs> for myself, uh, thank you for joining us today. Subscribe to the channel if you have not. And please follow Reverend Tobile as well on her social media uh, platforms. I will put the details on the screen as well. God bless you so much. Thank you.